This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the Fast Break Podcast. I am Sean Anderson. Alongside me, as always, is Ricky Wimmer. What's up, what's up, guys? And Dave is currently helping his brother and sister move. Uh, So he is not going to be joining us uh, because this is a special edition. LeBron James is now a Los Angeles Laker. If you're watching on YouTube, you can probably tell because I made the bet (laughs) that if LeBron signed with the Lakers, I'd be painting my face in purple and gold. I may be an idiot. Not purple and gold. And my face may be drying and I'll be losing all expression. Not purple and gold. Purple and gold because they don't have PG. Purple and gold. Uh, but purple, purple and old. Yeah, purple and old. Uh, but I, I have my face in purple and old. Uh, <laughs> I, I made the bet, and I'm going to live up to it. Um, and for this segment, talking about LeBron James signing with the Lakers, we're going to welcome in patron Jake. Uh, Jake, welcome to the show. We know you're a little bit worried as a Sixers fan. Not worried, but a little a little bit sad as a Sixers fan since you got the last meeting. How are you feeling the as a Sixers meeting. fan? The only meeting. I mean, I look at it two ways. I, I'm kind of still in shock. I honestly did not think – like, I thought he could go to the Lakers. Signing a four-year deal with the Lakers, I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought wherever he went, it was going to be probably a one-on-one uh, deal. But, I mean, this leaves the East wide open. Not wide open to the Celtics and Sixers, basically. Mm-hmm. And the West is going to be – it's going to be a doghouse next year. I don't know. I mean, your Nuggets, I know you were going to become a fan if LeBron signed there. Yeah. They're going to have a tough time getting the playoffs now. I don't know. There's this – I was looking at the West earlier. There is probably three teams I would say can't make the playoffs in the West. Yeah, I, I look at it. Looking at it, it's the Kings, Suns, and maybe I mean, you could probably throw the Mavericks in there as well. Mm-hmm. But even then, I mean, if they get, you I know, think they, the Mavericks can make it. Yeah, yeah. they signed. You know, I'm saying the Clippers. DeAndre Jordan, Clippers. Clippers, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a team, and Grizzlies if they're not healthy. I mean, it's a bloodbath out in the West, and like you mentioned, the West is really two teams right now. And I'm I'm in the same boat as Jake. Um, maybe it's not the fact that he signed with the Lakers, Ricky, but it's just the fact that it happened right now. I was at a family party, <laughs> just got home from a family wedding, and I got it, and I was like, holy shit, LeBron signed for a four-year, $154 million deal. Are you in shock as well? I am. I'm not in shock. It's just one of those things where I was going through this process where, like, Jake, you saw I said it on Twitter today because you were kind of in that discussion of, I didn't care where he went. Could have went to L.A., could have went to Philly, could have went to Golden State. Just don't go back to Cleveland. Anything besides Cleveland, I was okay with. But here's one thing is that looking at this Laker roster Mm -hmm. as is right now, they just re-signed KCP. Looking at this roster now, which roster was better for LeBron? Cleveland with LeBron or L.A. with LeBron? I'm going to go to Jake first. Which team do you think right now, because obviously L.A. can still make some moves, which right team? Okay. Yeah, which team right now do you think is best for LeBron to actually win a championship? Not take take conference uh, out, but just at least teams. Teams to win a championship. I don't think either team can, like as the roster now. I don't think either team can win. A well, championship. are we saying next year? Or no, or no. Overall? Which which team? Which team just gave him the best chance? Okay. Not saying would I mean, win a championship, but mm-hmm. best chance to win a championship. I mean, the Lakers. The Lakers team is deeper, I would say, um, and they don't have J.R. Smith or Jordan Clarkson, which is a big plus. Mm-hmm. But I think. I think Brandon Ingram's a great player. I think Kyle Kuzma's a great player. But the one thing that's really concerning me, and I, I think this, I don't think Lonzo Ball is going to start the year as a Laker because I don't think that him and LeBron can play together. I think LeBron, like it always, I said it in the podcast even a couple months ago, he needs shooters around him. Lonzo Ball can't shoot. He can't shoot the basketball. And if LeBron is going to keep playing on ball like we think he is, 
I don't see it. And he can't play defense, Lonzo. So, I mean, I just don't. Well, no, whoa, say, Lonzo was one of the be- best rookie defenders last year as a guard. Yeah, rookie defenders. I still don't think that proves much, especially <laughs> when you're going up against Steph Curry. And Def- defensive metrics, he was one of the best defenders, actually, in the league, I think. I want to see him play in the in the playoffs against Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. See how good he is. That's fair. Covington well, was the first team all defense in the regular season. And I'm on the complete so, other side. Like I, the Lonzo Ball thing, where you're like, oh, we need shooters. Aren't we expecting LeBron James to play more off ball? Like that was the big thing with the no, Sixers. I mean, where oh, the Sixers, he's going to come here because he wants to play more off ball, and Ben Simmons is there, and are he's going to be the ball. But are you going to put your trust into I, again? Ben Simmons is a little bit different because I know technically he was a rookie, but yeah, I mean, he I was think, a guy that was a little bit long. I think long. either either player, it's the same thing, Lonzo or Ben Simmons, because they are younger than LeBron. And I think like Ben Simmons, one year older than Lonzo. But who is a more LeBron's going to be player. the mentor to it? Yeah, the 76ers would be the like if he joined the 76ers, Sixers and Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Sixers might be going to the NBA Finals with LeBron. But for me, Cavs or Lakers, it's the Cavaliers because, like you said, well the Lakers can make some moves. Yeah, some moves are better than zero moves. The Cavaliers can make nothing because they're capped out. Then no one's going to want George Hill. No one's going to want J.R. Smith. So, LeBron, it's go back to the roster that lost me in the finals mm-hmm. and I got swept or go to Los Angeles. And now it becomes the better thing for LeBron of, you know what? I'm coming by myself. Can I recruit players to come here? Because in 2010, he had his guys. They decided that two years ago, Wade and Bosch, that we're mm-hmm. going to play together. 2014, it was, I'm coming home, a very emotional decision. This one's going to be, hey, I'm going to change it now, and then next offseason, I'm going to recruit players. And we haven't really seen him recruit players, really, because mm-hmm. like you said, it was a combined decision between Wade, yeah. Bosch, and, and LeBron, and then in 2014, Kyrie was already mm-hmm. there, and then they went out and traded for K-Love. So we haven't seen him really be LeBron the recruiter. Um, but even then, I mean, there's still that option of trading for Kawhi, um, let's talk about this before we get mm-hmm. into what this team will do with LeBron James, this Lakers team will do. Jake, if you are the Lakers, do you give up Brandon Ingram, uh, possibly Julius Randle, if you're able to you know, still sign and trade him, uh, you know, Kuzma, and get Kawhi now? Or do you just wait until he's a free agent and keep those young assets? You see, that's where it gets tricky for me. Because um, I think the rough part is the salary cap, because I don't know if the, Celtics, if the Spurs would have to take on Luau Deng to be able to, for the Lakers to get Kawhi. I'm not sure how that all works. They can but always I mean, bring in a third team as well. Yeah, that as well. I, I think, as of now, if they gave up Lonzo and Kyle Kuzma, because I think that's what it would take to get Kawhi, I think that would be a good deal. But if they have to offload Luau Deng contract to the Spurs, I would believe they'd have to give up Brandon Ingram. That would just be my assumption. Um, but I think, yeah, I'd go and get him, honestly. I think you never know when Steph Curry is going to hurt his ankle again. You never know when somebody's going to get hurt on the Warriors. So I Chris think Paul. take advantage. Yeah, well, I think, oh, that would be a crazy series with the Lakers and the Rockets. That would be great. I mean, Chris Paul is going to get hurt. That's basically a guarantee. Mm-hmm. No, it is. Give him, 40, give him $40 million. Something's going to rise. Chris Paul's going to get hurt in the playoffs. That's basically how it goes. I think, um, yeah, I, if, to answer your question, I think they go and they get, get him because you never know when somebody's going to get hurt. You never know when the opportunity is going to arise. You just kind of take advantage. Ricky, what are your thoughts? Do you give up those no, young assets? I or don't. You, wait. And the reason why is Jake said it. The only like the worst news this is for is not Jake and the Sixers. It's the Spurs. Like if I'm a Spurs oh. fan, I'm going great. Now we can't like we lost our bargaining chip mm-hmm. because like for me the big thing is what the Celtics or like the Sixers could have done 
was if LeBron didn't go to L.A., hey, let's trade for Kawhi, and then basically, like me, I was thinking the Celtics. Let's trade for Kawhi and do the same thing that the Thunder did. Have a year-long season, show him the system we have, the competent coach we have, the culture we have, make him want to stay and not even want to have a meeting with the Lakers. Now that LeBron's out there, if I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm going. I'm going to LA one way or another. You can trade me, or you can lose me for nothing. That's the one thing is I think I think it's clearly it's great for the Lakers that LeBron mm-hmm. James is here, without a doubt. And I know we talked about this before back on Thursday. We recorded the podcast, the last podcast. Um, we said that you know if Kawhi goes to LA, then it's a for sure certain mm-hmm. that LeBron is going. Well, now LeBron's already there. I think it's vice versa too. We, yeah, well, but but now mm-hmm. LeBron's already there, yeah. so that that, that that discussion's moot, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much all Kawhi needs to do is say, "I will only resign with the Lakers, mm-hmm. and if you trade for me, I am going to sign with the Lakers, and then that will guarantee that he goes to the place yeah. that he wants." So he is now in the driver's seat. The Spurs are screwed, mm-hmm. and the Lakers I, again. I think it's good and bad for him just because. Again, you're getting the best player in the NBA right now, LeBron mm-hmm. James, and you are in the great in a great position to get Kawhi Leonard. I think the only bad thing is is now you have these young assets and what to do with them. Do you trade right now for Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. and give up the possibility of Brandon Ingram, who's still 20, 21 years old and shows the potential of being a 25-5 and five guy? Do you give up the potential of Lonzo Ball, a guy that you were extremely high mm-hmm. on last year, Kyle Kuzma, who was a great rookie scorer? Do you give up the potential of those kids? And also, you're rushing the timeline of these kids because now mm-hmm. you've added LeBron James, and the expectation is that LeBron is going to go to the finals. It's been happening for eight straight years. Mm-hmm. The expectation is that LeBron is going to bring championships to Los Angeles. And I think that was the biggest thing for me on why I didn't think LeBron was going to go there because I think the expectations were too high because now he's fighting for legacy, not only in the NBA as a whole, but now legacy as a Laker. You're going to go against Shaq, Kobe, Magic, Kareem, Wilt, etc. I'm mm-hmm. missing a ton, but there's so- Jerry West as well, Elgin Baylor. I mean, you're going up against legends out here. You need to win championships to become a legend in L.A. He's already a legend in the NBA, but again, you're even saying that he doesn't mm-hmm. have the chance to become the GOAT before the podcast. No. Um, so, I mean, again, he's, he's he's hurting his legacy in the NBA, and he's hurting his legacy as a Laker. I think that was a bad move, and especially going out west where it is a bloodbath. So, I, I think it's good because, you're again, you're getting LeBron James. I don't need mm-hmm. to analyze that. LeBron James is a good player. You got him. Well, Congrats. Another thing that could—I don't think this went into the decision, but for me personally— if I'm gonna lose to the Warriors, what's going to affect what what's gonna affect my legacy more? Losing to them in the finals or losing to them in the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. or the second round? If I lose to the Warriors yeah. in the second round, nobody cares. If I lose to them in the finals year after year after year, then people start pairing that with my legacy. And well a loss is a loss no matter what. Yeah, I mean if you're losing in the Western final, Conference like, Finals. Like we even have Mark who, no matter what the sport, he's a guy that believes like with I'll say the Bears, where he goes if I go to the Super Bowl, I want to win because I don't want to have that loss in the Super Bowl. He's like, I would rather lose in the championship game than lose in yeah. the Super Bowl. As a Patriots fan, though, I'm on the other side because I've, Cause gone, to, I've gone to Super Bowls. We've won them. We lost yeah. them. I would rather be in the Super Bowl and be mm-hmm. in that game because that means we're one of the two best teams in the NFL. Um, Jake, I want to bring you in and talk about did LeBron make a mistake? Because there's there's a lot of unanswered question marks <laughs> with the Lakers. I thought this was a bad move for them um, before it. Obviously, you know we're going to have to wait and see. I'm not going to say this is a bad move. Move because we don't know what's going to happen, who Sean's they're going to bring gonna in. stop betting against LeBron. Yeah, yeah well, that, but, but, but again, I got, I got to be fair. I mean, yeah. we, they haven't, the ball hasn't tipped yet for, no. for the 2018-2019 season. Exactly. We don't know what this team's going to look like, but at least right now, do you feel like he made a mistake? Do you feel like he should have stayed in Cleveland, or do you feel like he should have taken oh, a shot in Philly? Oh, obviously, I think he should 
came to Philly. I think Philly with Ben Simmons, Marco Fold, Kawhi, LeBron, Joel could have thrown, could have, if you let that team develop for a year or two, I think that could have done wonder. But thing is with uh, LeBron going to the Lakers is, I just, I don't see, oh, also I want to say the reason they should go get Kawhi now, and I didn't say this before. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for the Lakers. He's saying, yeah, yeah, he's saying right now he wants to go to the Lakers, he wants to go to the Lakers. We heard that last year from a guy named Paul George, and that he got traded to somebody who wasn't the Lakers, enjoyed his time there, and said, eh, you know what? It's not so bad here. I'm going to stay here. So if Kawhi gets traded to somewhere like Philly or Boston, they make the conference finals, they make the finals, they lose, whatever, he goes, you know what? It's not that bad here. I'm not in L.A. I don't have the spotlight like I would in the Lakers. I'm just going to resign here and stay here. The then only thing is they didn't have LeBron James last year. Now they do. You have yeah, the best well, player Paul in the world. But Paul George also just signed back when he could have waited a couple of days and saw LeBron went there. He's so just comparing. Yeah. yeah. And oh, that, oh, 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 okay, okay. Like yeah, if um, LeBron was there yeah. last year, Paul George might have went. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm, just saying, I'm saying I just don't take that risk. If I yeah. get Kawhi now, I go get Kawhi now. I don't. You get the third, oh, on my ranking, third best player in the league. You go get him. You don't. You don't. If it no if and buts, competing with the greatest team of all time, you go and get him. I will but, say. I will say with this though, because it, it kind of goes along with what you were saying with Paul George. You know, saying that he wanted to be in L.A. I think it was a little bit different because one, Paul George was saying it, not Kawhi's camp, because Kawhi is a chicken and won't say anything. Um, I don't <laughs> care if you're going to be upset in the comments because I'm saying that. If you're a man, come you're out right. and say it yourself. I'm sick of this, you know, hiding behind your camp thing. Don't be afraid. If you're, you're going to go play in LA, one of the biggest markets and one of the you know historic franchises in the NBA, you need to put your actual name behind it and not say reports coming out of Kawhi Leonard's camp. Be a man and actually say what you want. Um, that's why I'm calling him more of a snake than KD is. Um, but really, what with with Ka- Kawhi, I think it's. Something where, again, it's it's something that it seems very adamant that it's Los Angeles, where Paul George was saying he'd like to be in L.A. I think it was different scenarios where it seems very, uh, you know, very clear that Kawhi is only focused on L.A. Um, I know Chris Haynes tweeted something about he would possibly think about Philadelphia, um, but it feels very clear cut that he would, he would want to go to L.A. no matter if he gets traded to a Philly. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. Again, I don't think he made a mistake. I just think... It, it, I can't say honestly. I can't say yet if he made a mistake or not. I think it depends who comes with him. Because mm-hmm. if he's there with himself, with Lonzo and all them, I'm sorry. In the West, him, Lonzo, Kuzma, and Ingram this year is probably a four. They 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 wouldn't they wouldn't beat the Lakers. They wouldn't beat the Rockets if they don't get anybody. A four they, seed? They can go, I'm saying a four seed with LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. Like Lonzo, that's as high as they'll be, or because I don't know about I'm a saying, four seed. Yeah, I was saying that's where I think they around where they would fall. Okay. That's why I would think. And again, I could be completely wrong. They could go on the court. Ingram could be freaking Kevin Durant 2.0 if he just develops. You know, I, I can't say. But looking at the roster, looking at what I saw last year, and I'm assuming that a couple of veterans are going to go over. I just read that Chris Bosh wants to become a Laker. <laughs> throwing that one out oh, there. Apparently, he can play now. Um, but again, I don't think he made a mistake. But I, again, I think going to Philly was a better option. Cause I'm a Sixers fan. So... I think he's. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to win another ring. So I don't think he's going to shut up the people who think that Jordan's still a better player than him. But you know, we'll see. What do you think about Jake saying that he's not going to win? There's another only ring? one way he wins another ring in my mind, and I'm going to throw out something. I mean, he's very, only 33. Yeah, he's going to get another contract. If I am. Up. I am going to throw out something very crazy. Now, kind of stay with me here. So. 
the Kevin Durant signed a one and one, correct? Mm-hmm. So no, no, no. Imagine this: what if Durant this year wins another ring, signs another one and one, or opts in with the Warriors, wins two rings back to back? Then that third year of LeBron's contract, this text message that we heard, now that KD has big. more rings than LeBron, what if two years from now KD goes, all right, I'll play with LeBron. So you're saying – That's the only way LeBron wins another ring. Is four, that, four straight years and then in 2020, 2020 2021, yeah. KD would go to the Lakers. Yes. Okay. I mean, again, this is, this is very far ahead. Yeah, but, are, but is, that's the is, only is LeBron, way I see it. Is LeBron so even if they get Kawhi and mm-hmm. and say a Boogie Cousins, they're not going well, to I be mean, competing. They could compete, but for me, the thing is also the linchpin is I'm looking at Clay Thompson because for next year's free agency, I know that at the end of this season he's like, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna be a warrior at the end. But let's be honest, it's easy to say that after your team just won a championship and you're all like. High and you're well, I mean, do you think they're not going to win a championship this no, year? No, I'm too? not saying that, but it's easier to say it right after you won a championship. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens at the end of the year this year when the big thing is everyone links him to LA because, like, his dad played for LA, he's yeah. got connections to LA, his brother plays for the Dodgers. No, Trace isn't on the if Dodgers I, anymore. If I'm LeBron or used to play for the Dodgers, mm-hmm. if LeBron wants to be the GM or the recruiter, can he sway a Clay Thompson away from the Warriors? If that happens, that hurts the Warriors and helps LeBron. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, we're looking ahead, mm-hmm. but well, for I think this, you have to. well, yeah, but we, I think we will move a little bit now to this season, just because mm-hmm. again, we'll, we'll talk about the, yeah. going ahead. Uh, Jake, you still here, by the way? You... Oh yeah, I'm here. Okay, right here, cool. Here. Um, no, there, there was always a crinkling in our in mm-hmm. our phone sometimes, and the, it went silent, which is good because uh, it's gonna make the audio a little bit clearer. But you weren't I was just making sure you're around, you didn't drop, but. Um, we'll move now towards this season and what's going to happen or what could happen. Um, you said a fourth seed, Jake, and and I think that's a little bit high, at least looking at this team right now. I get it's LeBron James, but he's also in the bloodbath of a Western Conference, and we saw LeBron yeah. with a, in my mind, a better team because you still had Kevin Love, you still had you know J.R. Smith, oh. you still had Tristan Thompson, you still had Kyle Korver, you, you had these players on this team, you know even it back and forth, like they had players on this team that I think were better than this LA incarnation right now. Um, you know, this is before they sign, you know, anybody else like DeMarcus Cousins or uh, who else is out there or, or bringing Kawhi. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if four is going to be a really a hot spot for him because clearly one, two is going to be Houston, Golden State. No matter mm-hmm. which way you put them, those two are going to be yeah. the top of the Western Conference and they're going to try to avoid LeBron like the plague. I mean, they're, they don't want to face him. <laughs> First round at all because again he's going to be fresh. They want to face him, you know, second or second uh, second round, third round, fourth round, or second or third round, uh, not fourth round. They'd, they'd be doing that in the finals. Uh, but I, I don't know if they're going to be hitting fourth seed because if San Antonio still keeps Kawhi, I mean, this was a team that was still good, and if Kawhi does suit up for him, they're able to repair it enough where he does play for him. San Antonio could be on the rise if they don't trade him to L.A. and he does end up playing for him this year. Um, we look at, again, New Orleans. If they re-sign Boogie and he stays, I think that's a team that's going to have a lot of confidence. You know, Drew Holiday found his, his mojo, and at the end of the season, Anthony Davis was an MVP, uh, you know, top three finisher. DeMarcus is a monster. This team was getting hot right when DeMarcus got injured. That could be a team that's going up. If Minnesota figures out all their troubles, maybe they're a team that starts to rise. I'm high on Denver. We look at Portland as well. This was a team that finished, you know, in third place. And if they keep that, you know, team around of Nurkic, 
James, CJ, they still have the ability to finish there. If Carmelo Anthony finds a shot, we look at OKC possibly rising up there. I think there are better teams than this LA team, even though LeBron's on there. I'm not saying that LeBron's going to get bounced in the first round, but this is a guy, this is a team that I don't really have that much faith in right now. What gives you at least the idea, Jake, that they can be a fourth seed in the Western Conference? Well, I think <laughs> I think it's almost a little I, – I get it. It sounds so bad and cliche, but I think it's just the LeBron James factor. I think they're a better team than OKC with LeBron. I think he elevates everybody that plays around him. And I also think they're going to bring in more players, probably a bunch of chief veterans who are going to come in and help them win. And he's not a great coach, but guess what? Luke Walton is a hell of a lot better than Tyron Lue. Mm-hmm. So maybe LeBron won't actually have to coach the entire team this year. I mean, I, and he doesn't have to GM the team either. I think, like you said, Houston and Golden State are one and two. But, I mean, everybody else, you you can't make a sure argument that anybody else is going to win more than, like, because, what, the Thunder won 48 last year, Utah mm-hmm. won 48 last year. I mean, I don't think the Lakers are going to win 50, but I think 45, 40, like 45 to 50 would probably be the range I think they win. And... Well, but even with that, like 45, yeah. I mean, that's like 45, I think, oh, yeah, 45, the they're, they're out of the playoffs because you look at that Denver team, you look at Portland, 49 yeah. games, and then OKC, 48, Utah, 48, New Orleans, 48, San Antonio, 47, Minnesota, 47, Denver, 46. I mean, that was a bloodbath, and we're mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, L.A. is going to get better. We're thinking Dallas is going to get better with the signing of DeAndre Jordan. We think that these teams are going to be on the rise. Same with, you know, again, Denver is a 46-win team. With having a healthy Paul Millsap, they should win more games. So, I, again, you're going to have to go up against these teams every single night. You're going to have to play Boston. You're going to have to play Philly. I don't see 50 wins for this team, even with LeBron. I mean, this was a team last year. Again, I, I think Cleveland was a better team last year, and they just got to 50. And they had LeBron, and he played 82 games, every single game for this team. He's going to have to do that again, and then he's going to have to have a better season you know, next year to, to get them to a 50-win season. I don't know. Jake might not be that crazy because, I mean, for me, the wow. the difference between 50 and what the Lakers were – like, the Lakers had 35 wins last year without LeBron. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron could be plus 15 for him. You get that, you're at 50. And, I mean, for me, the thing that I look at is I know that the Cavs team was a little better. Yes, you had K-Love. The Lakers don't have anyone like K-Love, mm-hmm. but we expect Brandon Ingram to get better in his – um, third year, you expect Lonzo to get better, Kuzma to get better. I look at just last year, LeBron, the only teams I just got through from the T-Wolves down, the only teams from eight down to beat LeBron, the Nuggets once, the Kings once, and the Clippers once. No other team below, like, Phoenix is going to be young. I'm giving them two, three years before I take them real serious. That's fair. Memphis is always injury-plagued. You've got but Dallas. But that's a team that's still, when healthy, they can, you're, but, you know, a lot will, of veterans have it. But will they be healthy? That's yeah, a question. Yeah, that's a big question. Um, Dallas is going to be interesting because, yes, Luke is almost like a veteran, kind of, because he was playing professional ball overseas. You get DeAndre Jordan, that's going to be a big help. The Kings, I don't know what to think of them this year. You always have hype oh, the for Kings. them, and then they're the Kings, and they always fall out. They if they the, had 30 wins, they'll they, be a Like I said, they're going to be the first pick, and Jake's going to be dancing on the table because the 76ers get the first overall pick. Then you get the Clippers. They lost DeAndre Jordan. What are they going to be like next year? And then you've got the Nuggets, who, yes, they are a better team. They just locked down um, Nico, but it's – and then the T-Wolves, where it's like, how are they going to be this year? So, I mean, there's so many questions in the West, too, because if the Lakers get to Marcus Cousins – yeah, a lot of people are saying, "Well, he's not going to play game one." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if he well, comes, he might. but if he comes, he had a back, six to eight week or but, six to eight month. Injury. But even if he comes back middle mm-hmm. of the season, late in the season, 
you got LeBron to just carry the load and you just kind of like a LeBron team when it comes to injuries is, hey, get healthy. We need you for the playoffs, more important. I'm not, and I'm not saying that LeBron can't carry this team. Mm-hmm. He's done it you know, so many times throughout his career. Um, and, and I think this was more of a family move than it was a winning move. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the well, Lakers the can't win in the next Cleveland four years. Or LA. Um, yeah, and I'm not saying that they, they can't win. It, Savannah is her name, yeah. by the way. Um, and I'm not saying they can't win in the next four years. Um, but right now, I think it's very unlikely. And I don't think I'm too crazy to say mm-hmm. that they're not going to probably beat the War- Rockets, Warriors, or no. even the Celtics. Uh, this, this upcoming year, or hell, I'll even throw the 76ers for you, Jake. Um, but with the Lakers, it, it's something where, again, it's going to take a while for that team to get good, and I don't know how good they will be this year because, mm-hmm. yes, they got 35 wins last year, but 10 teams in the NBA were tanking, and the Lakers were technically one of them. So I don't really know. I mean, they, they weren't one of them, I'm sorry, because they didn't mm-hmm. even have their pick. Um, so I, I don't know what the idea for the Lakers should be, because if they add players like DeMarcus Cousins, it will make them better, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. If they add Kawhi, it will make them better and ready for this season. Um, but I, I think four is just a lofty idea and expectation. You, because said, you already said the goal for this year, get Kawhi. Like, I kind of agree with Jake. I, I, I'm not saying— I, I'm, I'm in the boat because I'm really high tomorrow. on Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Maybe just wait a year because I don't think you're beating Golden State well, or Houston with Kawhi. And part of me is because I can kind of see what Jake was saying with the whole comparing it to PG-13, where, yes, we want to get Kawhi by the deadline, but now the Lakers, because they have LeBron, I think can sit back, not like sit back and not be aggressive, but sit back and go, this is our offer. And if the Spurs come back with something, nope, doesn't have this. And they can play hardball with the Spurs because they know the Spurs are up against that trade deadline wall and they're not. Because but, the, I don't but then think, you're going to have them I, not until February yeah, because, well, I mean, they're not going to trade them until, that, until they mm-hmm. get exactly what they want. And because they have one know, trade partner, I understand that they we don't We don't even know, too, is if Kawhi is going to basically – I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi said, no, you're trading me, I'm sitting out then. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to stay at home. I'm injured. No, I, I'm not saying that. But again, you're, then he's not going to be in basketball yeah. shape. He's not going to be playing games. Well, and he, then, could, he could be working out on yeah, his Yeah, but again, stuff. it's different than actually yeah. playing NBA games mm-hmm. and going through the season of yeah. traveling and everything. Um, and even if he does that again, you're still not going to be able to build that chemistry. Mm-hmm. You're only building that chemistry from February till April. Um, Jake, I, I understand we're, we're going to try to talk about this year. Um, and we're, we know Kawhi is probably going to be coming in, in the next couple of years. Um I just feel that Los Angeles, they're rushing this timeline. And again, you're, you, you'll do anything for LeBron, but we saw what that did for Cleveland. Yes, they got one title, mm-hmm. but they kept getting bounced. And they now are up against you know a bad cal- salary cap and are pretty much decimated after LeBron. Do you think that Los Angeles can still be in a good place when LeBron ends up leaving or retiring after his four years are, are up in L.A., or at least his contract's up in L.A.? I mean, it would depend, again, if they got Kawhi or Boogie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think... It also depends. The whole thing is: you know, are they going to trade for Kawhi, or are they going to wait a year? Because if they don't, if they wait a year, then they can keep Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, mm-hmm. and they'll have the experience of playing with LeBron and probably going to the finals and doing all that. But I think has any place ever been really good, well off when LeBron left it? Miami, uh, I guess they made the playoffs. Uh, you know, very fair, fairly recently, like right after mm-hmm. he left. So yeah. I mean, they weren't totally decimated um, once he, thought, he yeah, finally like, left. Like contending wise, they've never. I don't think he's left it. Like the first time he left the Cavs, they mm-hmm. were. Yeah, the, well, the Cavs wow. were one of the worst teams right yeah. after they, he left, and then Miami didn't make the playoffs right after yeah. he left. Um, and then they, I think they've made it. Uh, then well, the next three straight wins, years. So, I mean, yeah, it, it depends. If Kawhi comes, they'll be fine. If Kawhi gets traded somewhere else and signs a new contract there, 
they could they could be i mean they it all it's just so it's all speculation i mean well is it keep is it here i'll I'll give you more of a a, a, than a kind of sentiment thing if if he does not win a championship in la whether you know if, if it's in this contract or another one he signs is it a failure for LeBron James, or is it just based on you know his family? It's based on his future. It's just based on what he wants. It doesn't matter about his legacy. It just matters about you know if he's happy and he, he yeah. wants to be in this place. Um, no, I don't think it's a failure. I think, I, in my opinion, he's already the greatest player of all time. So no matter what he does from here on, he could go. He could have stayed in Cleveland and lost six more finals. I still would have said he's the greatest player of all time. But if he's not I even making to the finals in LA, would it be a failure then? Um. I think he's got to make one or two, but again, I wouldn't say it's really a failure because I think, again, I think what you, I think I, re- I forgot who said this. I read it somewhere. I think basketball is kind of second on his mind now. I think he's getting in the later stage of his career. I mean, he's an injury away from being what Kobe was at the end of his career. I just think he's he's kind of thinking more family wise than basketball wise. I think he's like, I've done my, I've done what I need to do. My legacy's cemented. People know who I am. I think. I'm just going to go live out in L.A. where my family wants to live. My kid can go to high school. Then in four years, when his kid might be eligible for the NBA draft and he gets drafted by the Sixers, then LeBron will come to the Sixers. Bada bang, Miami unprotected pick coming to the Sixers. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw your, your head shaking, Ricky, and, and that was the one thing I was going to mm-hmm. get to is that, again, four years, obviously, Bronny yeah. can now go to mm-hmm. L.A. for the next four years and LeBron can be there. So I think that's one large part of him signing, but you were shaking your head that it well, would be a failure. I agree and I disagree. Like, I agree with some of the things Jake was saying. I disagree with others. Like, I do agree that this was probably a move that was not just basketball-wise. Um, one of the guys who's been saying it was Colin Cowherd of, like, he is m- thinking more of that Hollywood side. He's got homes in Hollywood. He's in L.A. already. Um, so, like, that part I agree with. But the part I disagree with is you can't, like— you can't come to L.A., be the greatest player in basketball right now, and not win cha- and not win a champion. If you don't win a championship, I would say it's a failure because the Lakers are showtime. That's what the Lakers are. You're coming to a big market, and if you're not even making it to the finals, like that's a failure. Now, the other part is I do agree that his legacy is cemented, and if he never wins another ring, it doesn't change anything. But the other side is because he ain't the goat. Michael Jordan's the goat. That's why it's cemented. Mm-hmm. He's cemented as number two, and going to the finals ain't going to change that. Even if he wins one in LA, I'm not trying to get into the goat dis- dis- dispute between you two. <laughs> um, but again, I, I I don't know if it, I I think it's again more of a family move than it is right now because I don't think this team's competing for the next two years at least, uh, and and maybe we'll we'll see what what this team brings. But even if they bring just Kawhi, mm-hmm. I don't think LeBron Kawhi is going to beat this this Golden State team if they are able to keep all four around. I want to throw one question to you, Jake. If you're the Lakers, would you try to, would you be okay with trying to do this? Let's say in a deal for Kawhi, I'm thinking Kuzma and Lonzo are part of that deal. They're, the Spurs have come out. I don't want to say this because mm-hmm. I know someone will come that out and say it. The Spurs have said that they do not want Lonzo. Okay. Let's just say in the deal, things change and the Lakers get rid of Lonzo to get Kawhi. If yeah. you're the Lakers, would you or a Laker fan, how would you feel about getting Kawhi and then next this next offseason making a push to get Kemba Walker and having Kemba, LeBron, and Kawhi in, in L.A.? Oh, I would rather go after Clay Thompson than Kemba Walker if he's available. I think Kemba, I think Kemba Walker is really interesting because I think he could be a fit there. Um, I think he'd be 
amazing if they want to counter Steph Curry and Chris Paul. I think he's never been on a good team, and he's always put up numbers. So, again, it'd be interesting to see. I think what would be really interesting is I know that we were talking about it yesterday, Sean. The Trailblazers seem to be in a little bit of turmoil. Mm-hmm. And you might need a two-guard to go sh- to, to stand out there, play defense, and shoot threes. C.J. McCollum, you just want to throw some random trade at him. I mean, Brandon Ingram for uh, C.J. McCollum and a pick. Oh, God, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that? Okay, so no. you trade for I'd rather have Brandon Ingram. Listen, listen, tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat right here. Lonzo and Kuzma and picks for Kawhi or Lonzo or whatever. Then you go out and get C.J. McCollum. Just have LeBron run point guard. Boom, NBA championship. So you would throw out there C.J., Kawhi, and LeBron as your big three? Yeah. I would still take Steph, Katie, Clay, and Dre, though. That's the thing, isn't it? And then you're also depleting the depth on this this Laker team. Let's be honest, though. Then, like, I'm looking at cheap point guards you can get in the – um, free agency. Oil, you could try to make a a cheaper deal at Ricky Rubio. Jeremy Lin would be but available. That, but that does not make them better than the Warriors. Patrick this is what Beverly, it's all about. Who's a defensive guy okay, could be at the point. But you're not going to get better than the Warriors. I'm sorry. Well, then what is Then what are we doing here? Then what are we doing here? Waiting for you're Kevin waiting Durant for to get Curry bored and leave. You're waiting for Curry to snap his ankle. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. He's injured the thing four times. I hope not too. He's my—he's one of my favorite players ever. But he's going to get hurt eventually. It's mm. going to happen. Right. Nobody's going to get hurt. It's—it's it, it's just something where, I and mean, maybe maybe the Rockets do take him down this year. But even then, I, I don't think the Lakers right now can beat the beat, <laughs> Listen, beat the Rockets. But idea. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Jake, give us your final thoughts on LeBron to the Lakers. I mean, it, it is crazy you know, having this yeah. happen again. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to send out a petition. If you are a Lakers fan, you must, and you want to support them, you must say LeBron James is better than Kobe Bryant. Okay? That's uh, all I got. That's all I got. Why is that? As, just, as, a, as a player, though, right? Because, you know, over the, last, over the last 10 years, I've just heard uh, Kobe's better than LeBron. Kobe hasn't passed LeBron. Kobe will always be better than LeBron. Not talking in Laker terms, just GOAT status terms. Mm-hmm. You, if, you, if you want to support the Lakers, you just got to say that LeBron's better than Kobe. That's a fair. That's a fair trade-off. Final thoughts, Ricky. Um, the only thing that I was thinking is because you brought up the Rockets is how funny it is how they just fell out completely. Like at the beginning, yeah, it was right. oh my yeah, god, he go, he's going to go to Houston, then they can rival the Warriors, and now it's like oh mm-hmm. they lose LeBron, Trevor Ariza going to Phoenix. What was with that? Like I fifteen looked, mil. I looked, at, well, I looked at that and went, I thought you were going to go to Golden State. I thought you were going to win a championship. What are you going to play with the young guys for? He's going to go get 15 mil. And now they might lose Clint Capella too. So it's like, They're building a plane out there. Jeez, not only did they lose out on LeBron, they might lose Capella and Trevor Reza too. It's absolutely insane. My face is like dry as hell right now. (laughs) So I really want to end this segment. Um, I was an idiot. I said LeBron wasn't going to the Lakers. I was wrong. Laker fans, obviously, you know, this this season hasn't started, so I don't know what's going to happen. I have my doubts on what this Laker team could do, but obviously there is still four seasons of LeBron in L.A., so congrats on getting that win, the biggest free agent signing in L.A. since Shaquille O'Neal. Possibly, you some would argue, possibly the biggest um, free agent signing for, for the Lakers in, in the history. I would still say LeBron going to Miami is the biggest mm-hmm. free agent signing uh, but but of all time, but this is probably second. This might rival Shaq. Oh, I think it, it could probably beat Shaq because well, Shaq, Shaq, well, Shaq won championships. Yeah, yeah but he, let's look at where they were in their careers at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shaq, Shaq was what in his fourth, fifth year in the NBA. I mean, LeBron James is one of the best players of all time going to the Lakers right and now. And I think they both were coming yeah. off of finals losses. Yeah. I think no, that was no, a year no, 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 no,
Anderson? Yeah, wasn't it? Or I know one of the Rockets' Did, ones was against the Magic. Then maybe. I'm not sure. You'll have to check that out. But it might have been. Anyways, let us know your thoughts on LeBron James to Lakers down in the comments below. We want to thank Jake for being on. If you want to be like Jake, check out patreon.com slash most valuable podcast. It was not because they played the Bulls and lost to them. That That's was, what I was It was thinking. the 96. Yeah. It was the Jordan year because Jordan got pissed because they beat him in 95. And it was like, oh, 45 is yep. nothing like 23. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan did what Jordan does best. Let us know down in the comments down below what you think about LeBron going to L.A. Thanks again, Jake. If you want to be like Jake. Check out patreon.com slash most valuable podcast. Ricky, let's move into Paul George. If you're wondering why my face is like this, um, this is a part of a whole podcast. If you're joining us on YouTube, uh, this is a part of a whole podcast where we reacted to LeBron James signing to the Lakers. And I made a bet saying that LeBron James wouldn't go to the Lakers. And if he did, I'd paint my face purple and yellow. No, this is not blackface. This is red and purple kids face yep. paint mixed together. Uh, hopefully it will wash off it's later. But my face dry. is so dry. Um, but let's jump into this, Ricky. We're talking about Paul George re-signing with OKC. Um, you've talked about Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. not winning a finals uh, a finals ever in his career, that you think that's never going to happen. But let's give him credit. Paul George stayed because of Russell Westbrook, and, and, and Russ isn't a teammate killer like people try to paint him to be. This was a very confusing decision for me. Like When I was thinking about it, it's my thought process is— It's not like when LeBron left for Miami. Like, I don't hate the decision. I can't judge Paul George for saying, hey, I want to stay in Oklahoma City. But I disagree with the move. Like, for me, it's... I was so confused also with the four years, the player option on the four. I get for the Thunder, it's a very Thunder-friendly contract because he'll stay the three, opt out, then do a five-year deal with a player option on that fifth year, and they basically get him for seven years. For me, though, I like through this documentary that he had on SportsCenter, I know part three hasn't come out yet, but part one and two, he said, I want to win championships. So for me, I look at it and go, why did you stay in OKC? Because for me, mm. I don't think I don't think Russell Westbrook wins an NBA championship. And also what is change like I get Thunder fans? I would be excited too for the first time somebody didn't spur you. Like I get the James Harden one was Presty and them didn't want to pay him. No, the owners um, didn't press Well, the owners Presti didn't want to pay him. Presty isn't the owner. Kevin Durant was he just left because he was unhappy with the situation with him and Russ. Finally someone picked you, so I can understand why you're happy. But I just sit there and I want to be the voice of reason to go, what's really changed? On that roster. Like, well, this is a roster that lost to a bunch of rookies in yeah. Utah. But here, and here's the thing is Paul George, he didn't have a great playoff series against Utah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, he might get another shot. That's he, the he unfinished said that, business. Yeah, he has unfinished business. And, and it wasn't Russ's fault that they lost. Russ played great in that, in that, in that series. Um, Paul George needs to come back and he needs to, to, to play better. But the biggest thing that's holding him down right now is that Carmelo contract. And I do want to throw this out there. People were yelling at me, like, saying, like, oh, they're getting close to 300 mil. Mm-hmm. I know that. But also, the, the biggest thing is just getting Carmelo's 27 mil off yeah. because every other of the, like, uh, the other contracts that aren't Russ and PG-13, they're movable. They're not that bad. Mm-hmm. And, 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 again, you know, Adams is a very you know, uh, valuable player, but he's a guy that you can move on from if you want to build out a super team and get a third star in there. Adams is a really good starter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a star. So I, I think one one thing that people need to take in account is that Presti has made 
massive deals and has brought an unreal team to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the all-time Thunder team, I know I know that you know some of these players ended up being traded for yeah. these players, but you got Russ at the point, mm-hmm. you have James Harden at the shooting guard, uh, you have Paul George at small forward, KD at power forward, you have Steven Adams at center, then you have Cantor coming off the bench, Oladipo coming off the bench. I mean, mm-hmm. that seven is unreal. And what Presti's been able to do and build in OKC is a testament to how great of a GM he is. So I think if you just look at the baseline of Oklahoma City, that they are going to have Russell Westbrook and Paul George for the next four years is something that I think Thunder fans should be pumped about. And I don't think it's a bad move for Paul George because, yes, I understand that right now this team cannot win a championship. And mm-hmm. if I'm saying who can win a championship right now, the Lakers with LeBron and and you know the young kids they have right now because right now the only other move they've made is KCP. Um, I would say that the Lakers have a better shot of winning a championship than OKC does because you have LeBron James. But that doesn't mean Oklahoma City's done and they still have time to build out a team. So I think... Right now, yes, this team is not going to win a championship, but that doesn't mean it needs to be right now. And this isn't something where Russ needs to win one right now. I think Russ is a guy that is like, you know, maybe like a Carl Malone, maybe like a Gary Payton where mm-hmm. he just needs one ring to be like, all right, this guy was a, was a really great player in the time he was. I think Paul George just needs that one ring. This isn't like LeBron where they're building a legacy to become mm-hmm. the greatest of all time. This is just for them to say, we are great players and we were able to win in our era and again, you have the years to do that with Paul George committing for four years. I think it was four years, mm-hmm. 147 million, four years, 147 million. I know that they are, again, are getting up in the luxury tax, but Presti can move some of these contracts. And the biggest thing is, are they going to stretch Carmelo Anthony, which can save them $91 million? I think the biggest challenge this year for Sam Presti is, can you move that mellow deal? And I feel like it has to be like this year to me is a wash because it's the same you're you basically have the same exact team you're not you couldn't beat the jazz so you're not going to beat the warriors not going to beat the rockets and depending on if the lakers get Kawhi, i would pick a Kawhi lebron team over the oklahoma city thunder so for me i get that this deal is not about this year it's about the future but the thing i also look at is let's just go three years down the line so when paul george opts out and can sign that next deal, which they're thinking will be a five-year deal, player option on the fifth, to keep him in OKC another at least four years. That would put Paul George at 31. That would put Russell Westbrook at 32 with a year left on his contract before he opts out. How are the other teams going to age? Where the Rockets, like we said, this offseason might decimate them to where we expect them to be the team that almost beat the Warriors. Mm -hmm. But are they going to be the Washington Nationals of the NBA where it's like, man, you had a chance. Like the Nationals, it was the season when they shut down Strasburg. That's your chance to win a World Series. They shut them down and got knocked out in the first round. Rockets are, you had a chance to kill the Warriors, probably would have beat the Cavs, most likely would have beat the Cavs, Mm -hmm. and you lost. So is that going to be their future, the Warriors? How much longer can they continue this dominance? And then you've got LeBron. What's that going to be like over his four years? And then also, I'm just going to throw it out. Look at the team in Phoenix. How do they gel in three years? Look at that team three, four years when this contract is over. What kind of a team are they going to be? Lakers send Lance. Did they? They Lance, Lance Stevenson. Just blowing all over Jesus LeBron. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is why we don't record during fucking free agency. That's fucking hilarious. 
Um, sorry. Not a bad pickup, though. That's insane. That's this is funny. You were looking at the camera, I'm like, you better have hit record on that camera. I did. I'm, just, I know. I'm, I'm laughing at the fact that they signed Lance Stevenson. We just record the, the Lakers segment. So this is why we don't do podcasts. We're yeah. saying, what's the next big move exactly. for the Lakers? It was Lance Stevenson. But, and um, that's why, for me, just with the mellow thing, the last thing I'll say is it's either moving mellow or using this season as a wash, what big free agent can you bring in next year? One thing, though, to your point, is you don't need to be the best team in Mm -hmm. a year. You just need to have the best season. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You don't need to be the most talented team. You can find a way. Let's look at that Dallas Mavericks run. Were they the best team that year? No. No. Miami Heat had LeBron James, D-Wade, Chris Bosh. I mean, that team shouldn't Mm -hmm. have lost. Credit to Dallas. They were a great team that gelled together, worked, and defeated a great team. You can be the underdog and win. So, again, are they going to stack up to Golden State? Are they mm-hmm. going to stack up to Houston if they stay healthy? Probably not. But it's a big if with Steph Curry's ankles. Mm-hmm. It's a big if with Chris Paul just consistently getting injured. Yeah. And then we look at LeBron. Yes, LeBron is never getting injured. But we've also seen LeBron can be beaten if he doesn't have that help. Mm-hmm. And right now, all they've added is KCP. It will resign KCP. And brought in Lance Stevenson. So right now, I don't think LeBron has that help. And you're talking about how these teams will age. Well, one thing that the Thunder will have on their side is at least experience. They'll have Russ, who's been to an NBA Finals. They'll have PG, who's been, again, in the league for a long time. So at least they'll have that veteran leadership and have that knowledge of being in a playoff. We might be talking about that Suns team being a very young team and not having that playoff experience. Yeah, or you know, we even look at if they go up and have a bad matchup in the first Mm -hmm. round. The playoffs, anything can happen, and if you get the right matchups, you can win. So I, I think this team has the talent, clearly with Russ and PG. It's just about how are you going to avoid the cap hell that you are currently in? Because mm-hmm. you can stretch Melo, but that's going to be horrible for at least, you know, because it's going to be like 40 mil against the cap. Um, you have that just really devil's advocate of are you going to get Carmelo off the team mm-hmm. and make your team better and then also probably you know try to move other contracts or are you just going to bite the bullet and possibly just take a year off again and maybe pray that Carmelo Anthony has a great year again? I would hope that they try to move. If I'm a Thunder fan, I don't, I'm okay. hoping they move. But let's be Mello. realistic. No one wants the, the only way they're doing that is if they attach picks to Melo. Exactly. Um, and, 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 and even then, it's going to be tough for a team to take them. The only team that—and don't get mad at me for mm-hmm. saying this. Jake said it, too. The only team that I might see happening is maybe Chicago. I mean, if we get picks, sure. I mean that's the only reason. But and, I don't know. I don't know if that's smart for the Thunder because yeah, then if you're trying to get another away player, your add, but you're also giving assets mm-hmm. that you could trade for guys to play alongside yeah. Russ and PG. And I mean for this this year, I don't like. I could see the Thunder getting bounced in the first round again because the Lakers. I expect them to be a playoff team just with LeBron. I don't care if it's the eight seed. I expect them to be a playoff team. And then if you're the Thunder, depending on how high the Lakers are. Three or four, that's where I'm kind of thinking the Thunder will be. You're either playing the Jazz, Pelicans, or Lakers in my mind. Lakers will be interesting because we'll be LeBron in the roster we have now with Lance Stevenson, Mm -hmm. or will they have Kawhi at that point? The Jazz, you lost to them, so I don't see why they can't beat you again. Same roster you got now. And then the Pelicans, I would almost pick the Pelicans over the Thunder if they play at the level that they were, well, especially before they ran into the Warriors. It would definitely be interesting. I mean, PG would win that that, that three matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, Drew Holiday's one hell of a defender, and he could probably give Russ troubles. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if they re-sign Boogie, the Pelicans, 
uh, you know, Adams is a Boogie great player. And AD. Yeah, Boogie's, Adams is a great player, but I mean, you're going up against Boogie mm-hmm. and AD, which is going to be tough. Um, the the one thing is that Laker one though, because we've seen Paul George go up against LeBron, and he's given him tough matchups before, mm-hmm. and that was without Russell Westbrook, and that, just, and, and now he has, he has other stars on that team. He doesn't have so, to pass the ball to CJ Miles, and no. CJ Miles well, take and the final I, I shot. And I think with the Lake with the Thunder. They're in a better position than PG was mm-hmm. in Indiana, but LeBron could be super motivated if they get a fresh LeBron at the start of the playoffs rather than like you know third round, second round LeBron or mm-hmm. broken hand LeBron. Um, they can again you know possibly take him down. So right now I, I probably would favor obviously Houston and Golden State over um, the Thunder, but I mean we saw last year this was the fourth best team in the West and they didn't really gel that great because of Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. If they're able to at least work around Melo being on that team, then this could be a team that maybe does hit their stride and maybe does end up being the third best team in the West because we were really high on them to start the season. If maybe Melo turns his attitude around, then maybe this team could be dangerous. There's a lot of ifs on this team, but again, they do have two great players in Paul George and Russell Westbrook. So, and, 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 and you know, the other teams can say that, you know, Minnesota has Two great players in Jimmy Butler and Carl Anthony Towns. They're going to fall um, apart, I think. But that's a team that, again, I, I think is they don't have a coach that's strong enough. Mm-hmm. I, Tibbs is ruining that team right now. Los Angeles does they have, have a hard-headed coach who's very stubborn. I think that's he's a bad coach have. right now. Uh, I, I would label Tibbs as a bad coach. Um, Denver is very young. We look at San Antonio. They might just be LaMarcus Aldridge. New Orleans does have two great players, but you're coming mm-hmm. off with Boogie. How good is he going to be off that injury? Utah just beat the Thunder, but that was a team that wasn't gelling, and their best player, or one of their best players, PG, didn't have one of the great series, or, you know, a great series in general. Portland has two great players, but we're talking about them possibly being moved. One thing that Oklahoma City does have is at least, uh, and maybe Utah does have it, and New Orleans has it, but at least they do have, you know, two two strong mm-hmm. pillars in, in Russ and PG, where, you know, Minnesota, uh, San Antonio, we'll even throw Portland, Denver, Los Angeles, do not have those two strong pillars. Uh, you can say that, you know, Golden State, Houston, uh, Utah, and New Orleans does, but outside of that, mm-hmm. I mean, they do have two strong pillars, and I'll give them that. What this move shows me is that Paul George, you can't say that Paul George doesn't have a heart, because... To me, I feel like, and now looking back at that two-part mm-hmm. series, the third one, like I said, we haven't seen yet, he came from Indiana where he gave everything in, and he felt like by the time he got back from his injury that they made moves, didn't consult him, and he didn't feel a part of the family. Well, the Thunder made him feel part of the family, and this move to me was basically him saying, I don't want to stab my family, these fans, yeah. in the back. And, and I like that. You know, I, I, was and, shit, I, was, I was crapping on Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. I was crapping on you know good old Dennis Schroeder for that. Props to PG for that. And like that's why with me, I say I can't hate the decision. I can only disagree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because and That's what the LeBron thing, too, is. Yeah. You're going for—you're you, you're helping out your family mm-hmm. there. So I disagree with the move, but also it's your life, LeBron. I mean, and the only thing I was want like for me when I heard that oh Paul George is going to go to OKC, I assumed it was going to be a two and one, not a three and one. Basically, because I heard like the agent in part two was like, "Hey, if we go with a two and one, it gives you the flexibility then to either make a move, go somewhere else, or get more money because mm-hmm. you'd still be below that thirty seven year old cap from the CBA. So the three and one's not the worst. Very, like I've said before, very in favor of the Thunder. 
it's now Sam Presti's job to make sure something becomes of this because yep. we're talking about pressure on LeBron to win a championship in LA. There is now, to me, with this move, you have, like, I almost want to say you have to win at least one championship with Russ and Paul George, or else this is a failure. Why is that? Because, I mean, we, right now we look at it and they're not the favorites in the West. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's a failure if you're expected to win. Well, I'm not saying they have lose. to win this year. But, but even in general, I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about, again, this Golden State team. I was saying this with LeBron. Mm-hmm. I don't expect him to win a title in the next four years. I don't really expect the Thunder to win a title in the next four the years. Obviously, reason- a lot can change, but I don't see that these teams winning it. So would it be a failure if you don't have that expectation? I would it's say— It's different for LeBron because, again, he's seen as one of the greatest players yeah. of all time. Russ and PG aren't held in that Maybe way. not a failure for the Thunder, but on Paul George, because I feel like what will happen is if we get to the end of the seven years, let's say, let's say he opts out and signs the five, four, mm-hmm. and one, and they don't win a single championship, we will look back at this decision and go— Hey, man, if he would have went to L.A., God, could you imagine LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George? They could have won a championship, right? Yeah, you're telling me they would have won it. They would have challenged those Warriors. It would be bar talk, but it would be that would be the talk of, like, what would have happened if he went to L.A. instead of staying with small-town OKC. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's also give props to OKC in general, mm-hmm. though, because, again, you're talking about L.A. versus OKC, and no offense to Oklahoma City uh, residents or anything. I mean, L.A. is seen as a better city, and this was yeah. this guy's hometown. It's one of the biggest market. Yeah, this is this guy's hometown. I mean, mm-hmm. you you wanted him over in a year. So the credit, hometown credit didn't to, even get a meeting. Credit to the small market and credit to, 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 the, to at least OKC because mm-hmm. you were able to keep him around. That's a credit to the fans, and that's a credit to Sam Presti. I think in the end, even if they don't win with Russ and PG, it will still be seen as a positive for Sam Presti because he has done great things in Oklahoma City, and he has at least done his best to put them in a winning situation. I mean, Mm -hmm. before this Carmelo deal was made, people were saying, and there was people on ESPN saying that this team could win the title. Was it a little crazy? Yes, but there were you know talks and about that if this team gels that they can win a title, and even you know now we're still looking at this team in a positive light because they do have talent on their roster. Presti has put them in the best situation that he could, and, and, and it might be different if KD would say, hey, I'm not resigning with you, because then you could have moved him and brought even more assets to the team. So Presti, even if he doesn't win, I still mm-hmm. think he's got to be giving credit for what he's done in OKC. The prediction I'm going to say is with these two, Paul George and Westbrook, I'm throwing Melo out the door because he's going to be gone after this year anyways. Paul George and Westbrook, when we look at them at the end of their career, their ceiling to me is like if they get to the top of the mountaintop, the best they can get is how we look at John Stockton and Carl Malone. They will they could get to a champion. I know, but it's it's hey, these two were a great duo together in a small market. Oh, they got to a championship. Oh man, but they 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 did not win those championships. Like that's what I see. If Russ gets back to a championship, he ain't winning it. I don't know if he gets. I don't know if he get, they even get to a championship. Well, because of how we'll loaded see. the West is. Like yeah. even the even the teams like the Suns are stacking up on young talent. The Mavs are looking to make a push in the next few mm-hmm. years. The Kings are making the look of push in the next few years. We got to see what these teams do and if they overtake and kind of run right past the Thunder. Chicago and New York, you got to step your games up. Uh, that's I think that's the biggest thing is I mean and, and and Boston's doing a great job Philly's doing a great job the big markets in, in the East are just mm-hmm. shit in the bed right now the because thing I love about New York is what? Mario Hazonia signs there and he 
does a post of like, oh, it's great too. And it's him as a kid, like with a ball and he's got a New York shirt on. And then one of the one comments is, yeah, we're going to, we're headed to the playoffs. And the next one is, no, this is what we're headed for. And it's just a tank. <laughs> I, I, and that's the thing is like <laughs> New York, Chicago, and all these teams just in general in, mm-hmm. in the East need to pick up their game. And, and maybe this is going to be the movement of LeBron going out West where stars now leave the West. And maybe when Anthony Davis's contract yep. comes up, sorry, Pelican fans. Oh, Maybe he, he does leave. Chicago? Oh. Yeah, that's that's a possibility. Um, you know, if when Cat's contract comes up, yep. Devin Booker's contract comes mm-hmm. up, maybe we see an influx of the youth head out east. But right now, for at least the next two years, it's going to be a bloodbath out west. Any and final thoughts, Ricky? Well, it's going to be a bloodbath, and then it's going to be the Celtics and the Sixers. Yeah, and I need a bath right now with, with this, this, with <laughs> the this face paint looks on there. So dry, it's starting to crack. Oh, it's it is. I feel it. It's real bad. <laughs> Um, I didn't do housekeeping to start because this was just kind of thrown in together. I have yeah. not gotten any sleep this weekend. Mm-hmm. So let's do the housekeeping now. If you want to support us, check out patreon.com slash most of podcast. If you want to be like Jake, who joined us in the first segment, check out patreon.com slash most of podcast. If you liked this episode, please rate us five stars on iTunes. It helps us immensely. We'd appreciate the love. If you're listening on Block Talk Radio, I don't think there's a rating on there, but at least thank you mm-hmm. for listening on Block Talk Radio. If you don't want to miss any of our posts, from any of our podcasts, check out mostvaluablepodcast.com. We have segments up there and full podcasts, so you do not miss your chance to listen to them. But for Ricky Whitmer, I'm Sean Anderson. Shout out to Dave. Uh, sorry, buddy, that you weren't here, but you were helping. You're being a good brother and helping your brother move. So shout out to Dave and shout out to everybody that watched this today. And thank you to Jake for joining us. But for Ricky Whitmer and Dave Oster, just I'll throw them in there. <laughs> I'm Sean Anderson. And we'll see you next time. Hopefully with no purple and gold face paint on. Purple and old. Purple and old. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.